Thanks for listening to Victory's podcast today. Connecting people to a life-changing relationship with Jesus is what we're all about. For more resources or to reach out to us, go to victorychristian.church. We are so thankful to have you as part of our Christmas service this weekend. We certainly didn't anticipate doing it completely online, but I am so thankful that we can do it online and do it safely and, uh, and make it about Jesus. I woke up earlier this week with the verse uh, that we had talked about the previous Sunday, in my weakness, he is made strong. And I thought about that for our church and I thought, you know, uh, we have a lot of cases of folks uh, around the congregation who just contracted COVID and we're just praying for them and praying over those families. And it feels like a moment of weakness, but it's really also an opportunity for God's grace and His power to, to rest on us. And uh, we're going to pray for all the families in the church uh, when we open up here in prayer in just a moment. But I'm just so thankful for the opportunity that we have to still gather, to worship God, to make Jesus the center of our Christmas. And so I'm going to open up today with Isaiah 9, verse 6, and then we're going to pray. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the gift of your son, Jesus. And we are gathered today to worship you and to honor you and to thank you for all that you've done and all that you are in our lives. God, we lift up our congregation, our church family to you today. And we just pray for household over household, Lord God, that they would receive the healing that you have for them, the provision and the strength that you have for them, your grace would rest on each household, and especially, God, those who are uh, battling COVID. We pray, God, that you would heal them and quickly and that there would be no lasting effects, Lord God. We just look to you, God, as our healer and ask you to minister to each and every household and individual. We thank you. Lord, I pray today as we hear your word, God, that each one of us will receive something that's just for us. And Lord, I pray for the empowerment of your spirit. It's such a privilege, God to share your word. Lord, let it come through with authority and power. We love you and honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, this time of year, I uh, love receiving all the Christmas cards in the mailbox because you get more Christmas cards than you get bills in the mailbox, right? Or hopefully, right? And sometimes I will admittedly open them before Elizabeth gets to see them just because I kind of want to see them. And then there are other times where I'll be like, oh, Elizabeth's really going to want to open this one. So I'll put it on the, on the uh, kitchen table so that when she gets home, she gets to see it. And you know, there's um, such a variety of, gift, of Christmas cards out there, right? Like there's scenes of the Christmas story and there's uh, the, you know, the more d- decorative ones. And I've got to admit to you, like the glitter thing in cards is like, I just don't love glitter. It just gets out on everything, but it's just a pet peeve kind of thing. If you're sending me cards with get- glitter, God bless you. I love you anyhow. Um, 
And of course, you know, nowadays the cards that you see a lot of times are the cards with the pictures of families, which is really cool because you get to see families year after year and how families are growing up and changing, especially ones that maybe you don't see day to day. You know, I was, I was thinking about the Christmas story and I was thinking um, just kind of creatively, like if God were sending us Christmas cards, if God the Father was sending Christmas cards, even to like people in the story, right? Like I thought about the shepherds, right? So the shepherds would receive like um, one of those cards with the angels on it um, announcing Jesus. And I have to admit, I went through my cards at home because I thought, I bet you I have these cards on hand. And so here's my angel card that I have. Um, This came from uh, Steve and Barbara Williams, uh, who are in Oregon. And uh, I thought, there you go. The angels announcing to the shepherds that Jesus has come. Um, Another one I thought of is, okay, the Magi. The Magi, they're going to get the card with the star on it and with, uh, you know, the the little manger scene in there. And it's almost really kind of like a map. And so here you go. Here's my star uh, with... uh, the manger under it, and it says, Joy to the World. And this one is from Susie and Mike. Thank you, Susie and Mike. Um, that might not have even been from this year. And then I thought, okay, for Mary and Joseph, well, you know what one they're going to get, right? They're going to get the family portrait one, right? And it's going to be the family portrait, and probably says Baby's First Christmas or something like that on it. And I think I got this one from Rosie Stanton. Rosie, thank you so much. That's so cute. Um, Anyhow, I was just thinking about, you know, God sending us those. And, you know, in reality, God did much better than sending us cards. I mean, he sent his son. He he really sent Jesus. And John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave. Isn't it interesting that giving, of course, has so much to do with what we celebrate at Christmas because the Father gave his one and only son. And, you know, it was his love that motivated this gift of the first Christmas, right? It was his love for humanity. It was his mercy towards humanity. It was his love and his mercy towards us, you know, and our families that we would be able to receive the gift of Christ. And, you know, there's so much love wrapped up and, or if you will, swaddled up in that swaddled (laughs) in, in the manger. Um, John 1.17 describes this gift that we have received, and it says this. It says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I like that word grace. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. You know, that the original word for that word grace in the, the language the Bible was written in the New Testament is charis, C-H-A-R-I-S. And it means to show kindness. Grace means to means goodwill. Um, it means favor. Uh, really accurately, it means gift or like unmerited favor. And really the key to understanding grace, and remember, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ, right? The real key to understanding grace is that you can't earn it. And it's such a simple thing, but it eludes so many of us, right? That, You cannot earn grace because if you earn something from God, it's not grace because grace by its very nature is a gift. I remember years ago um, when I was a teenager in a youth group, uh, we had this car wash. It was a free car wash. It was like an outreach to the community, just like young people doing something for free just to bless the community. So people were coming by 
and they were getting their car washed. And I was kind of a front guy and, uh, you know, interacting with uh, customers who weren't really customers because it was a free car wash. And so I'd take their keys, you know, give them confidence that we weren't going to mess up their car and, you know, tell them we were going to wash their car. And so we'd wash their car. I remember this one person, um, he came up and he was like, you know, thanks for washing the car. And he goes, um, hey, actually it was a lady. Was a lady and she said hey really appreciate y'all doing this and tr she tries to hand me like a ten dollar bill i said oh no ma'am it's a free car wash you know we we don't need, want any money she goes no no it's okay she goes i said no 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 like really it's a free car wash we're not taking money she goes i understand but here you need to take it i said i, I can't take it i said if i take it it's no longer a free car wash and she looked at me and she realized like there was no way we were actually going to take her donation, that this wasn't bait and switch and, hey, give a donation anyhow or anything like we were sincerely trying to give her a free car wash. And she was at first having a hard time receiving it because she thought she needed to do something for it or at least wanted to show her appreciation in a monetary way. And we we're just like, listen, it's, it's a free car wash. We really can't take your money. We don't want to take your money. The lady went away and admittedly she was kind of frustrated and she came back a few minutes later and we had washed her car and she brought a card and handed it to our youth pastor. It was this really beautiful card and it was like how overwhelmed she was that like it really was a free car wash and that young people were just doing this for people and it really touched her heart. And you know that's how grace works when you are touched by the grace of God, by the gift of God, by the favor of God, the, um, there's something about that kindness that when you really let it touch your heart, it just does something to you because you realize, I, I didn't do anything for this. It truly was given to me. And, you know, Jesus, he is and he was that gift to us. Um, and he brought so much. He is the gift, but he brought so much to us in the way of grace or unmerited favor. It's like he's the gift who kept on giving. He's the gift who had many gifts to give. And I wanna share with you briefly just a few of the gifts that he gave us that are the most important things. And, and as I share these things with you, I just, I pray that in our hearts that we'll remember that these are gifts that are given to us, that they're received, they're not earned, they're not taken, but they are received because they have been given to us. And I can tell you this, each one of these gifts that I'm going to share with you, Christ has made them available to you. He came for you. He came to seek and save the lost. That's every single one of us. And he's so motivated for each and every one of us to receive these gifts. One of those gifts is forgiveness. You know, and that forgiveness is a forgiveness that he offered through the cross. You know, we we could not justify ourselves or make ourselves righteous, but so he paid for our sins himself. You know, he removed the, our guilt. He, he took it away from us. He expunged our record. I love how it says in Psalm 103 that, that he removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. I think it's pretty amazing that God wanted to remove our record. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, we're felons before God. And he says, listen, I'm going to go in and I'm going to remove your record so that it says that you have no record. There's no record of the wrongs that you have done. You know, another one of the gifts that comes along with this idea of forgiveness is the fact that he has also 
removed our shame. And you know, we think a lot of times, okay, I'm forgiven, but it goes a little deeper when you think about the fact that he's taken away your shame. You know, that shame is that, that weight, that stinky, heavy thing that we carry around that remembers what we did so well and, and allows it to kind of hold over our heart with our, our hearts and minds with a real regret. And um, the thing is, is that God is not holding your sins against you. He's not holding a sense of shame over you, but he's releasing you from this thing. He is, he's taking away the shame because he wants you to be able to put your shoulders back and your chest out in a way where you just say, God, I have confidence in you and before you because yeah, you have forgiven me and yeah, you have removed my shame. It says in Isaiah 45, 23, it says that he remembers your sin no more. It's like when you come and you talk about your regrets and things and things from the past, um, obviously God's omniscient, so he doesn't forget, forget, but he's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about because I've removed your sin as far as the east is from the west. It's not in your life. It's not in your vicinity. I'm not holding it over you. So we've talked a little bit about the, the gift of forgiveness, and we've talked a little bit about the gift of, of, of how he's removed your shame. The other thing that is just an amazing gift that comes through Jesus that he's accomplished on the cross is this concept that he has empowered us to do good things or empowered us to do the right thing. The reality is that um, we are powerless in our sin. We are without power. We're unable to stop ourselves from all sin. We're unable to be good and righteous on our own. We, we need his empowerment in our life. And what, what the Lord does for us is he gives us the Holy Spirit when we come to him and when we believe in him. And the Holy Spirit empowers us so that we can do good because previously we couldn't do good. Romans says that, you know, our, our righteousness is as filthy rags. Like we just can't be good enough for God. And God isn't trying to, to get us to strive to be good enough. He's trying to make us good and he's trying to empower us to do good. And that is a gift that he gives us and develops in us. But it starts with him putting his Holy Spirit into our lives when we receive him and us having the power to make good decisions through him. I told the story so many times at church of Abigail when I think she was about six or eight years old when you know she got in trouble. She was really upset about the fact that she was in trouble and she broke down in tears and she's like, Dad, I, I just couldn't stop myself. I just couldn't. And I don't remember what she'd done, probably something wrong anyhow. And I remember in that moment going, she's recognizing that she's powerless to do the right thing and that she needs Jesus. It was like watching the gospel happen right there. And it's true for every one of us, whether we're eight years old or 80, we can't be good enough, but he can put his goodness, he can put his Holy Spirit in us and empower us to do good things. And it's leaning into that power that gives us that strength. Um, I wanna ask you today, um, today if you have received that gift of Christ in your life. You know, if you have asked him into your life. And you know, Jesus, he really is a gift. I mean, he is the, the gift from the Father. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, 
And this gift is available to you just like it is in me. And, you know, the gifts of forgiveness and the gifts of removing shame and the gifts of the Holy Spirit in your life empowering you are things that he gives you. And it's just like that analogy of the free car wash. It's not something that you can pull up and be good enough, right enough, anything. Really, it's just bringing yourself to him and just saying, okay, I'm willing to receive the gift that you have provided for me. If, if you've never had that moment in your life where like you said to Jesus yourself, hey, I want to receive the gift that you have given me. I want to read to you what Romans 10, 19, 9 says, because uh, I want you to have that opportunity. If you've never had that opportunity to receive Christ in your life, today's a great day to do it. It says in Romans 10, 9, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And the way that it's saying that is to declare with your mouth. It doesn't mean like you just say the words like they're magic words. It's this idea that you're confessing or declaring. It's something that's coming from inside of you, like a a conviction, right? If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. If you believe in your heart, and believing in your heart is like, I trust him, right? That God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is written that with your heart, it's with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As, it's, as scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. And that's, that's really our part. That is how we received or we receive the gift of Christ in our life, is we believe. We respond to what he's done by saying, I believe you died on the cross. I believe your mission here on earth was to give me the gift of life. And the only thing that I can do to receive that gift of life is to come to you and to believe and allow you to give me this gift. I just wanna encourage you today, if you've never had that day, or maybe, maybe you've walked away from it, maybe you've believed in God, but you have not trusted him. You've not put your faith in him and you need to do that today. I just want to encourage you today, Sunday the 19th, 2021, uh, right before Christmas, to put your faith, your trust, your belief into his hands and to receive all the gifts that Christ has for you. And if that's a decision that you're making today, I I want to pray with you and uh, we're just going to take a moment right now, and I'm going to just walk you how through how you pray that prayer. And if, if you're at home, you can pray this with me. Say, Dear Jesus, I thank you for all that you've done for me. I receive you in my life. I believe in what you've done. I recognize today that I can't earn it, but Lord, I do need to receive it. Forgive me of my sins. I trust in you. Give me the life that you have for me. Amen. Amen. And if that's a decision that you're making today, it says that in heaven, the angels are rejoicing when anyone turns to the Lord. And um, I want to rejoice with you. If, if you're making that decision today, um, I would love to know about it because it's, it's a milestone. It's such an important day in your life. Would you go to victorychristian.church and click on Next Steps? I just would love to get your name in contact and just be able to reach out to you and rejoice with you and answer any questions that you might have because I'm really happy for you.
Now today, we wanna take some time here at the end of the service to also um, honor the sacrifice that Jesus has made for us. You know, the Father gave His Son, and the mission, we talked about this in the first week of this series, the mission that Jesus came on was to give His life. The Father sent His Son knowing that He was gonna give His life on the cross for us. And so today, what we're gonna do is we're gonna remember what Jesus has done by receiving communion today. Now, if you have some bread and juice on hand, that's gonna work great. If you don't, you can get something else as a substitute because really it's about the faith um, and that we are representing the body and blood of Christ. That's really what's important. If you need a minute to you know, get up and get something, um, you can just pause um, what you're watching right now and just take a moment, go get what you need, and then come back and uh, just hit play again and, do, and uh, receive communion along with us, okay? All right, so we're going to honor the real sacrifice that Jesus has made in giving up his life um, on the cross and it, that it was for a purpose. It was for the purpose of paying for your sins and for my sins. Um, he wanted to provide forgiveness through his blood. He took all our sin and all our shame on that cross he who knew no sin became sin for us and took it upon himself so that you and I can walk in freedom from guilt, shame, and be empowered by the Spirit like we talked about today. And another reason that he went to the cross is to provide for our healing. It says that by his wounds, we are healed. And so today, as we receive communion, I just encourage you, if you've got something in your heart that you need to get off your heart today before the Lord and just cry out and say, Lord, forgive me, do it today and just say, God, forgive me. Um, I thank you for the, the, the blood and we thank you for your blood that was poured out for me. If you need healing in your body today, we've got plenty of folks in the church right now who um, are, are struggling through sickness and we have been praying and praying and I just we, we're going to receive communion today and say, Lord Jesus, by your wounds, we are healed and we just thank you for what you endured for us. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read uh, out of 1 Corinthians 11 and then we'll receive together. We'll pray together and then we'll do the same in a moment. We're going to start off with the bread, okay, or whatever you're using to represent the body today. It says in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and he said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Would you just take a moment, receive the bread, and we're just going to thank him for it. Lord, we just thank you so much for your body that was broken for us. It says that you were like a lamb led to the slaughter. And we just thank you so much for being uh, perfect for us. And your willingness to endure what you did, the stripes that you endured, the beating that you endured, uh, the cruel death that you endured. It says that for the joy set before you, you endured the cross. And Lord, your joy was knowing that we could be saved, that we could know you, that we could walk with you, that we could follow you. And Lord, we thank you. Thank you so much for the gift of allowing your body to be broken for us. Father, for those of us today, God, who we need healing, today we just say, Lord, by your wounds, we are healed. Thank you, Jesus, that healing is the children's bread. We thank you that you're a God who forgives all our sins and heal all of our diseases. So Father, for everyone who's sick, Lord, let your strength 
enter into that home. For those um, who've been struggling with COVID lately, Lord, let your strength and your healing come and minister. Father, for those whose backs have been uh, bothering, we thank you for healing their backs. God, for those who've been dealing with neck pain and other pains, Lord, we just thank you for being a healer today. And we receive, God, the real healing that you provide for us today. We honor you and we thank you for it today, Jesus. It continues in 1 Corinthians 11, and it says, In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For when you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Would you take the cup today? Lord Jesus, we just thank you for your blood, your life's blood that you poured out. Lord, the death that you experienced that we might have life. Oh, Jesus, may we be quick to ask for forgiveness of our sins. May we be quick to say, Lord, remove it it from us as far as the east is from the west. Remove the shame from us, God. May we walk uprightly before you. God, we just thank you for the mercy and the grace, Lord, that you show us, Lord, through your blood. And we just thank you for the gift of forgiveness. We don't take it for granted. We are so thankful today. And may we just uh, call upon that gift day by day as we need it. And may we, God, just honor you with our lives. We thank you, Jesus, for doing the thing that we can't do on our own, paying for our sins. We thank you. And Lord, we just ask, God, that with this gift of grace, of forgiven sins, and Lord, that we would be able to walk in a way that just brings joy to you, God, that is a blessing to those around us, and that God, when we falter, God, that we would call upon you quickly, that we would honor what you've done. We thank you, God, for who you are. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for the gift that you are this Christmas to us. And Lord, we just receive the gift, recognizing God, we can't do anything to earn it. But Lord, we can honor you by receiving it. We love you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you need something, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can go to the website, victorychristian.church. Lots of information there of how to call us, email us, reach out to us. We appreciate you being with us today. Merry Christmas. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like to know how you can give, go to victorychristian.church. Have a great day.